What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameoverse episode 126 for Saturday, November 12, 2022. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always with my dude Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm excited. I have a lot of stuff to talk about. Some games I've been playing, some games you've been playing. Uh, not a lot happened this week, unfortunately. It just helps the game, general gaming news, but I still I got some games I want to talk about. But let's start where we always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. New Tales from the Borderlands. Yes, you're telling me about it. Was it good? It's phenomenal, dude. Yes? It's like... Okay. It's... It's yeah, it's better than you could ever think it was. Uh, there's a lot of haters online that's like, God, this is as garbage as I thought it would be. I, I don't know what game they played, man, but yeah. uh, it's like this game is really, it's seriously very, very good. So, um, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I want to try it. But, you know, the trailers don't exactly do it justice. But you were saying it's actually, like, really good, well thought out, thought-provoking. It does some stuff to where... Now, it doesn't... Okay, it doesn't, like... There's there's a moment where you're, like... Because one, one of the characters tries to... Um, she works for one of the like gun corporations, but she's like very nonviolent. So she keeps trying to invent new guns or like that don't kill people yeah. is one of her things. So the whole time you're playing, you're like, well, what I was like, I was like, I wonder if you can, I wonder if you can finish this game without actually killing anyone. And if that's yeah. one of the things that they try to, make you do um uh and i think you i think you can do that like not that no one dies but you can prevent the main characters from directly killing anyone directly i think uh not that i've tried it but i think you could do that so yeah. It's just a yeah. It was just an interesting take on that aspect of like Borderlands because those games are very violent, especially like the gun corpse. Uh, yeah, so they just have posters that says, "Yeah, kill, kill, kill." And we have the best killing machine. Like their advertisements are how good their guns kill shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but um. I don't know. That game's just it's it go, it goes play it goes some very deep places in terms of like yeah like uh, murder is like one place it goes uh, mostly just like finding one's self and finding one's place in the world I guess like finding one's purpose I guess is a huge like focal point that the game kind of centers on for all the all the characters. And it's like it it does it very well. I think it does it very well. It's very well written. Uh, but it does still do like the Borderlands thing, where it's like it's still stupid at times too, which is fine because yeah. I'm good. I'm okay with like stupid shit too. 
but I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't fucking. It's not so heavy handed with it like it like a Borderlands three or even Borderlands two was. So it's a good so follow like up. A, like a couple times I was watching it, like it had its like stupid jokes, but those jokes were like really quick. Like there, there were. It was there, and then it was done. It yeah. didn't stick around for like a whole fucking level or make you kill like six waves of dudes while the joke was going on. Like, yeah. So that's why I like it. Like most of the jokes landed from what I was watching, but the ones that didn't land were just like were gone, like within a minute of them showing up. So. Yeah, they do have some like recurring jokes that are pretty stupid. Like they, they have a talking gun. Yeah, uh, and this whole character is like, I'm a gun, but I can talk, uh, and I have like tiny, <laughs> like I have a tiny like bipod that I use as legs, but yeah. So he tries to like terrorize one of the characters and yeah, other than that, they don't really retread on the, like the same thing over and over. That's good. I'll give it a shot though. I got to play the first Tales in the Borderlands. So out of the two Tales in the Borderlands games, the first one and the second one, which one do you think is a better game? I have to go back to the first one. The fir- I have to go. It's been a while since I played that first one. So I I don't totally remember it. But I just I don't remember I don't remember it doing much outside of. Uh, I don't remember it trying to like say anything. Other than hey, these are our characters, this is our goal, and we're doing that. Because yeah. New Tales from the Borderlands has each character, and then it dives into their like lives a little bit, so you know who they are, like you know what their individual goals are because each one of them has like an individual goal yeah there's really no there's not a lot of like overarching like this is the grand goal it's more even though there is a grand goal they're in it for their own reasons yeah uh whereas like what i remember from the first one is that they're all just trying to get a vault just so they can be like rich and shit that was pretty much it and then the antics happened along the way not that it was bad because again that first game was is my favorite tales game out of all of them so yeah but it's been a while since i played it so i kind of want to go through it again just to refresh my mind on that for sure i still own it because you bought it for me for christmas last year so yeah it's been a year since you got almost a year since you got when I haven't even played it yet. So I gotta buckle down and do that already. Um, you're kind of a Borderlands kick because you played the Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, right? Yeah, I got I got Wonderlands, and uh, it's 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 a it's a Borderlands game. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I hear it's really nothing like new, but it's it's still pretty fun. Um, what can I say about Tiny Tina? Um, it's Borderlands games. What you're going to want to do is mute it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Run a podcast in the background or something. Yeah. But in terms of like the gameplay, it's still fun to play. It's still like, you know, it's like nothing wrong with the gameplay part. Uh, it does 
like it's all like a like a role playing game. You're playing like a tabletop RPG. So there's like segments when you're there's like an overworld. It kind of does like if you imagine like Super Mario World three, or I guess like super mario some of the newer mario games have you know like they have the overworld where you can just run around the map and like do shit in the map and this does that where each i guess level is like a segment on the map and you can jump into once you're traversing the map you can jump into these segments and then it goes in the first person where like the overworld is just like a top-down thing Yeah, I heard about that. Like, there's no vehicle traversal anymore. There's not these big, empty, yeah. open, like, landscapes now. It's just yeah. like like a Super Mario World, like, overworld. Which I prefer because that overworld has shit in it. It has stuff that you can, like, yeah. you can explore it and, like, do stuff. And then it has, like, random battles. So it does, like, the Pokemon thing where there's, like, tall grass sometimes. And then you have to go through the grass. And then you have a chance of triggering a, a random battle. Which would take you into a random arena and then you drop in the first person with your guns and shit and then you shoot up the arena. And then after you do that, you oh. get a little bit of loot. Um, uh, and then you can just continue. Yeah. And then one, one of the other things it does is it, it, it scattered around the map, both the, both the first person maps and the overworld map has like hidden around these like little like d20 like dice and shit and if you find the it like gives you a reason to explore because they're hidden around the map it tells you how many there are so you'd be like hey you found two of four in this map uh once you find those it increases your your loot chances or it increases your loot rarity or some shit it increases your loot oh so you find them and it's like hey you've increased your loot findings or whatever so okay so that's cool that so it's really cool i gotta check it out now i want to play it for a while like yeah i don't know like borderlands 3 i feel like i got my fill with borderlands with 3 is it worth playing if you've already like played 3 to death or you played 3 a lot i've never even finished 3 so <laughs> okay but even though I'll wait on it, then it feels like I had a deep discount or something. It's still Borderlands. It's yeah. still straight up. There's a more emphasis on. Uh, there's a lot of elemental shit like fire, ice. Uh, like the the elements are different, but uh, okay. other than that. It's still Borderlands. And there's different like classes and shit too. There are like classes and stats that are that are like different. So when you level up you can put like points into certain stats and those do different things like critical chance or critical rate or uh I don't know. I don't know what they all are, but there's different classes and they all do like different shit. There's like two. There's two classes that have like animal followers. The one I picked, I forget which what it's called, but the the crow mancer or some shit like that. Crowmancer. It has like a crow. <laughs> it has a crow. You you get, you get a crow that does fire and lightning. So it's like it's like That's shit cool. like that. Crows are cool. Yeah. 
but I haven't even played enough to like unlock the ability that does the thing. So okay, I have to give it a shot eventually. Maybe if it's like at a deep, deep discount, I might give it a try. It was like twenty bucks. So I got it for like twenty bucks. So I was like, okay, okay, that's not bad. That that's the the price I would pay for it. Would you would you pay for it on fanatical? I think it was fanatical. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm gonna shot that. Not too bad. Find it. There's a bunch of DLC out for it that yeah adds more classes, I guess. But they are all every single one of them is. I think I think they were overwhelmingly negative reviewed on Steam. Yeah, because they were like, there's like almost no content on them apparently, according to like the fan base. I think it was like yeah, one dungeon or something. I think it was like one dungeon per DLC. But some of them have more, like some of them have additional classes that come with them too. Yeah, so, I don't know. But here the dungeons aren't even that long. They're like, in, like you can finish them in like an hour. Mm. Yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, if it's like a deep discount. I mean, I, if I don't pay that much for it, I think it'll like soften the, you know, the bite a little bit if the DLC is kind of underwhelming. Yeah. I mean, it's Borderlands, yeah, so it's still fun to play. It's not like it's bad. It's Borderlands. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's, it's Borderlands. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you guys want a fun, like, Borderlands experience without, like, all the hassle of Borderlands, Gunfire Reborn is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, I've been playing that a lot, and you played a bit during the stream. Like, you, you didn't like it at first when you first tried it, but... After you gave it a second chance, you were into it, right? Yeah, I've I've turned around on that game, so it's yeah. This game is great. I'm playing it right now. It's a roguelike. It's an FPS roguelike, but the big gimmick is that it has uh, so many of these like scrolls and abilities you could find that just completely break the game if you find the right combination of things, like. I found this uh, the scroll that increases my max HP by one for every enemy I kill within seven meters of me. And another scroll that increases my skill damage in proportion to my max HP and armor. <laughs> so as I was like increasing my health pool, I was also increasing my potential damage for my skills too. Like little things like that, just the game just lets you do. And it's like... By the time you get to the end, if you find that get the right combination of things, you can just do some disgusting, like broken shit, dude. Like your character was like an elemental character, and you found that knife that like somehow did like every type of elemental damage in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was fucking broken as shit. Like that that that's so much fun about this game is that it lets you do this disgusting broken this disgusting broken builds. That it feels like end game Borderlands, some of the shit you're doing. But you can get up to that in like less than an hour. <laughs> uh Hemtaros said, What got what level would you guys make it to? Which Hemtaros in chat, which you can be if you go to gameverse.com slash Discord. We got I think we got to like the very the third stage, right? With the like the fishing village or whatever. Oh and yeah, that, dude. That, 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 that shit fucking shit, like, sucks, dude. Is there, yeah. is there, like, that shit sucks. <laughs> like, it, it's so much going on in that fucking stage. Yeah, because by then, like, you, you, 
if everything goes well, you have a broken build. Like I got to it with my uh, brother-in-law yesterday, and we just like opened up shop, dude. It was like it wasn't even like a challenge, really. And then there's another level that's like right after that. So after you beat that the first time, it kicks you back to the end. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, you killed what's his name, but there's like another threat you got to deal with. And then you have to go through another run. And when you beat that level, it unlocks like a fourth act in like some snowy mountaintop. And that's what like the real boss is. And he's a pain in the ass. And then once you beat him, you unlock the next difficulty mode. And like it keeps going up from there. Um, so I helped my brother-in-law beat that yesterday. And that's a fight that would always give me trouble with myself, but it was super easy with the two of us as we had just the, the right build going down for each of our characters. So I think I need to, like, that's what I got to start doing now is, like, playing with multiple people. And it's fun, dude. It's so much fun. Like, I've had... I'm having a blast with this game. And I'm on... There's three... There's four difficulty modes. There's normal... And when you beat that, you unlock Elite. Then after that, you unlock Nightmare. And then after that, you unlock Reincarnation. Uh, Nightmare is what I'm on right now, and it's kicking my ass. I think I need to get like a good team going to finish that. I don't think I can do that by myself, like realistically. But Reincarnation is one I really want to unlock, because I looked into that. That difficulty mode, on top of making the game harder, also gives you like modifiers to start the game with. But not like negative modifiers, like actually like good modifiers to like increase your damage or your your build so things like increase skill cooldown or like substantial boost to like your skill damage with certain criteria are met like there's there's a ton of cool things that it lets you do with this reincarnation mode that i really want to try out and it's it's fucking fun dude <laughs> like i can't describe how much fun this is um i bought bayonetta 3 a game I was super excited for, for like, for forever. And I put more time into Gunfire than I did Bayonetta because of how much fun I'm having with this. It's like, it's instant fun. When things start going your way, there's nothing like it that I can describe, dude. And I was playing with my brother-in-law. We, we were going over some of the stupid shit the game was letting us do with the scrolls and stuff we were finding, the skills we were getting. Like, it's... I cannot, like, over-exaggerate just how dumb the game lets you get with your skills, how dirty the game lets you get with your skills and your build. It's, it's, that's fucking great, dude. Um, yeah, go pick it up. It's on Game Pass right now. Even if you don't have Game Pass, it's like $20. So, like, even if you don't have Game Pass, it's still, like, worth it. I might buy this game, if I'm being honest. If I ever find out, like, it's going off of Game Pass, I'm gonna buy it. Because, like, that's how much fun I'm having with it. I can see myself playing this game forever. And, on top of that, I also bought Bayonetta 3. Yes. I got some shit to say about that game, dude. I like yes. it. I like it a lot. But there's some shit I got to say about it. What's what's your opinion on Viola? Uh, like, what was your opinion on, on the, her gameplay? Not so much like her story stuff. I haven't beaten the game yet. I'm like, right. I think I'm at the end. But that's a whole other thing I don't want to I want to talk about later. Um, but what's your opinion on Viola? Like her character, like how she plays. I thought she was dope. She was fine. I, for the life of me, do not know what it is. I'm getting my ass kicked when I play as Viola, dude. Like, the most yeah. times I've died have been playing as Viola. Well, that's what I... What I the, the, her main difference is that she doesn't... 
she doesn't trigger which time through the dodge. Hers is a you have to do a, like a perfect block and parry yes, encounter. And yes, yes, and the parry is. I don't know if it's if I can't figure out the timing, but I'm having a really hard time like pulling off that parry, dude. And yeah. the problem with it that I've noticed is, you know, if you're playing a bayonetta and you fuck up a dodge, you still dodge, you know. Yeah. But when you fuck up a parry as Viola, you're fucking you're eating that hit, dude. <laughs> and it's it's so frustrating. Because I played this fucking level, right? It was a challenge, and I wrote it in the Discord. Dude, it's chapter 10, fucking verse, what is it? What did I say it was? Chapter 10, verse 1. Could suck my ass, dude. It is so <laughs> fucking frustrating. It's one of those challenges, right? And it's... it's uh. You can only deal damage when you trigger witch time. And it gives you some of the most obnoxious fucking enemies to do it with. There's this flying enemy that shoots out like a hand that grabs you. And in normal gameplay, you can just attack the hand and kill it. But you can't do that because you can't you can only damage them during witch time. So whenever I do this. I have to run around the map and avoid the hands. I can't kill it. And you can't trigger witch time on it because it's like a grapple. So you can't like parry a grapple. All the while, there's like other dudes that are fucking you up. And the whole thing is timed. So not only do I have to like wait for guys to like try to attack me so I can parry them. I also need to make sure it's a perfect parry because if it's not a perfect parry, you know, it's only, it only triggers witch time for like a second, which isn't enough time to do any damage. So that's fucking annoying. And on top of that, I don't, it's not like a normal health pool. It's like a damage limit. I can only get hit five times before I fucking fail the whole challenge. I spent a good like two hours at least on that dude. I was just getting more and more frustrated. I was getting more and more annoyed. And I finally, finally managed to pull it off with some bullshit. I wasn't even like fighting anymore. I was letting uh, my demon like Cheshire do all the damage for me. I would just parry and then summon Cheshire and like let him just do all the damage while I punched up dudes. And once I realized like that, that's so much easier than like trying to do sword combos. It was it was an easy challenge, but getting the timing right for the parries and they give you some most annoying enemies to parry too. My fucking god, dude. My fucking god. And I'm not the only one that feels this. You can go onto YouTube and look up that that level, like chapter ten, verse one, bayonetta three, and. Everyone in the comments is like bitching about how fucking awful it is. Like, I'm not I'm not a bad person. I don't wish bad on people. Whoever designed that level, I hope like your coffee is like bland in the morning or something. It's one of the challenges. I hope you stuck yeah, it's a challenge level. Okay, so yeah. I didn't do any of the challenges. Can skip so. it. Yeah. I can skip it, but I'm like. But the the problem is that because of the design of the game. It really highlights like how obnoxious Viola's like parry system is. I don't know how to fix it. I think it needs a wider window, maybe, or let me parry more quickly. Like as soon as I, because I notice as soon as I drop my parry and bring it back up, like it doesn't. I don't think it counts as a parry, so you can't like spam it. I think they should shorten that window a little bit. 
So if I parry like too soon, I don't like I'm not gonna eat the hit. I could just pull my parry back up. I don't know. I don't know how to fix it, but it's like there it's is something no that annoyed the, the ever loving fuck it's out not of broke me. If it's just you. <laughs> Dude, you I get better. Boot it up, boot she's up the, three right now. Do that challenge. Do that challenge, the, dude. I'm telling like you. The, she's like the Sekiro to like Bayonetta's Dark Souls. It's like you no, know, you just gotta. This is how it is, man. You just gotta fucking. Bro, I I played the fuck out of like Metal Gear Metal Gear Rising, and I never had a problem with the parry system in that game. Well, Rising I, I is fucking broken. A little because... bit, but it's like a fun broken. This is not a fun broken. Yeah, there's no timing in Rising. You can just mash the thing, and you can you always parry. Dude, I, I implore you. Like, next time you chance you get, you're probably never gonna boot up Bayonetta three again because you already finished it. But I implore you, boot it up, chapter ten, turn the fuck around. There'll be like a a little area you run down, and you it's can like find down the alley, uh, right? Challenge. Something like that. I don't fucking know. Point is, you take it. <laughs> If you still like the parry system after that, I will concede my my opinion. I mean, I didn't say but I like the parry system. I'm just saying it's it's like it's. I think it's fully intentional to be fucking difficult. Well, like, that's like your only means of triggering witch time, though, which is like the main mechanic of the game. Like something's broken in it, dude. I can't describe it, but it feels like it does, it's it's not working how it's supposed to. That's how um, I got the hang of it eventually, but it's the timing on it is so frustrating and it varies from character to character. I feel like because with Bayonetta, like the, the, the timing it gives you for a dodge is a lot looser than the timing you have for a parry. And again, like the penalty for failing to dodge is you might get hit or you might just like dodge it completely still because it's a dodge. The timing fucking up a parry is you're eating that hit. And that fucks up your score. That fucks up the damage you take. God damn it, dude. I was having such a hard time with it. Like, I think she's a cool character. Like, I like, I was excited to play as her. But fuck, dude. Like, it was, it frustrated the ever-loving fuck out of me, man. Like, it's, I was sitting here, like, getting pissed off. I was like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, I, I, I'm not like great at Bayonetta. I'm not like some pro Bayonetta player or anything, but I played it. I've been, I've been around the block with character action games, dude. And I'm like, something's wrong. Either I'm broken or this game's broken. And I don't want to believe thing. I'm broken. That's why I compared it to like Sekiro because I think a lot of Souls fans, now I'm not like a huge Souls fan, right? But the one thing I know about Sekiro is that it completely strips fuck everything you knew about you you could have you could have like one million percented every Dark Souls game and then you load up Sekiro and you're like what the fuck is this like it is completely yeah. fucking different no matter how good you are at a Souls game that game is the antithesis of a Souls game so you load it up and that's what it asks of you is like fucking parry don't yeah. dodge you parry perfectly every time or you die and that that was the roadblock in that game and i i feel like viola is kind of like at least when it comes to like that specific challenge that's kind of like what it seems like it's like asking you it's like no fucking parry or get good yeah parry or die basically and yeah, yeah. 
I think that's just it. Like, I think I think it's just my brain's not wired for it. You know, I play in Bayonetta, so I'm wired to like play Bayonetta. And when Viola shows up, it asks me to do something different. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe that's the problem I'm having with it. But it's goddamn, dude, it was frustrating the ever living fuck out of me. Like, <laughs> I was having a really, really annoying time with it. Like, I had to, I, I felt like just turning the game off. I was so frustrated with it. I've never been that frustrated with the Bayonetta game before. I played Bayonetta 1, like, crazy, dude. I told you, like, I play Bayonetta the way, like, God intended. So I don't, <laughs> like, use items. I don't, like, if I die, I don't accept it. I start the whole level over again if I die. So it annoys my wife because she watches me. She's like, you can't heal yourself? And I'm like, I can, but I, I don't. <laughs> but with Viola, I was like, fuck it, dude. I'll take the, I'll take the death and I'll, I'll, I'll just deal with it. Luckily, the game doesn't count it because if you uh, if you um, die in Bayonetta, it counts like your death tally. Oh yeah. So it's there when you when you finish it, it tells you like how many times you died in the level. Um, it doesn't do that with this. So at the end of the level, I'm, I don't have that like blemish next to my score, and I'm like, I'll accept the silver, even though I shouldn't. I'll accept the silver when I play as Viola. But that, that, that's a me problem. I understand that's a me problem. No one else is going to be playing that game. You played it without doing that, and you had fun with it. So <laughs> that is exclusively a me problem. I understand that. I can accept that. But Jesus Christ, dude. I, I feel like I need to go back and play Bayonetta 1 and 2 just to see if, like, I just suck at them now. Because I feel like even playing as, like, Bayonetta, I'm getting my ass kicked in some levels. Like, like that, 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 that butterfly werewolf thing. The first time it fought me, it fucked my shit up, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he fucked my shit up the first time I fought him. Um, I got his, uh, his, um, his, uh, pattern down pretty easily after, uh, he beat me up a couple times. But the, the second fight with him, I'm at towards the end of the game. I don't know spoilers, but he basically, like, gets a little, a little upgrade. And he's kicking my ass right now on that. So that's something I got to deal with. But I'm still having fun with it. Like, it's still a fun game. If you like Bayonetta, I think you'll like this. It's just be prepared. Like, I feel like it's harder than the other Bayonetta games. I'm sure there's, like, Bayonetta fans that are like, oh, no, it's way easier. Like, you just suck. Get good. But I feel like it's harder. I really do, dude. I feel I like it's, it's a harder. lot harder. Yeah. Yeah, especially since Bayonetta 2 was, like, so much easier than Bayonetta 1. Like... I don't know. Maybe I'm just tripping, but it's, a, it's still a fun game. I don't want to tell people not to buy it because it's still a fun game. It's really fun. It's really crazy. Um, I got past the, the Paris level and that last boss fight. It's, it's like the game changes genres a lot for like a, a good like. Little area, it, it'll change genres and it keeps things and it's not annoying because when most games do that, it's like obnoxious because it's like, oh, this isn't the game I bought. Now I'm doing this like turret section. It's nothing like that. It, it does crazy things like you have like a side scrolling shooter section that only lasts for a couple minutes. Or when you play a genre, they're like 2D sneaking levels, like yeah. arcade levels that are really fucking fun. I had a lot of fun with those. Or there's like a boss fight that's just basically a straight up like rhythm game. And that was fun as hell. Like... <laughs> And they don't overstay their walk. Like they show up, they do their thing. They're really fun, but it's there. They're in the rhythm section. A bunch of like corpse hands come up from the underworld and start waving glow sticks. It's fucking awesome. Like the game's cool as hell. Like 
it's still fucking awesome. So go go pick it up. I think if you like Bayonetta one and two, I think it's pretty safe to say you'll like Bayonetta three a lot too. I haven't finished it yet. People tell me the story is not great, but if you're playing Bayonetta for the story, I'm sorry, you're playing the game wrong. <laughs> the story in those games are kind of dumb and silly, and that's the point. Like it's a dumb, silly, fun game, and this game does that. I love it. I love it still, despite like the the issues I have with it. I'm, I'm still having fun with it. And yeah, that's all I've been playing really. Not not too many games, but we managed to squeeze like an hour of the games we we did play. Um, we are a news show though, everybody. So we got some gaming news to talk about. PlayStation Plus games, uh, their catalog lineup for November. Um, we have a couple games coming to their extra and premium um tier. Uh, Elder Scrolls Five is coming to PS4, PS5, Rainbow Six Siege, Kingdom Hearts, all the Kingdom Hearts games, basically. I'm not even going to read the names off. Uh, Odds War, Oddworld, Soulstorm, Tom Clancy Division 2, Ghost Recon, Chorus, What Remains of Edith Finch, The Garden Between, Earth Defense Force, World Brothers, and Iron Rain, uh, Oni Chinbara Origin, <clears throat> and for their premium, like, classics, it's Ratchet and Clank. We got Ratchet and Clank for PS3, Ratchet and Clank 2, Up Your Arsenal, Deadlocked, Tools of Destruction. So that's cool. They're starting to fill up that lineup a little bit, which is good, because my big complaint with them is that their lineup was really, really small with those classics. So it's yeah. good to see those starting to show up now. Um, those are... Uh, I think you actually download those, right? You're not streaming them? Yeah, you download, you download those. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking me, that. That's, I, not, that's not for me. That's not fucking worth it. <laughs> so to be honest, it's Ratchet and Clank. It should have fucking been there from the beginning, if you ask me. It should have been there from the beginning, but I, just adding Ratchet and Clank, like, is that all for this? Oh month? no, it's not worth it. Ratchet and Clank, it's a little. Where's Metal Gear Solid? Oh yeah, Solid? it's not like, worth it. Like it should, they should just have fucking everything on there. I agree. Everything. I agree. And hopefully, yeah, and hopefully one day it'll get there. But like, yeah, the right now I don't think it's worth it. Play this week, I don't know. It's like not yeah. it's, the the old shit should just be on there. There should be no I agree. like updates. These games are fucking twenty years old, man. No, I agree. Like these games should have been there like day one, and that's why like. I think it's great they're being added on now. It's still not worth it, I think, to go out and buy that subscription, but it's a step in the right direction. And uh, hopefully, hopefully soon, the subscription will be something that's actually worth like paying for. Because I'm gonna be honest, like you PlayStation guys, if you're paying for that, you're getting hustled. Like that's the base greener pastures, fine. man. The base one's fine. Yeah, but that that premium though, that that classics though, like that's. Oof, you guys are getting hustled. Uh, you finally get to play your Skyrim on... Yeah, <laughs> finally. Does this Is this every Only Kingdom Hearts? Like, is this like... Yeah, so if I could fucking go over it, if you want me to, the Kingdom cool. Hearts guy, but HD 1.5 plus 2.5 has basically all the Kingdom Hearts games in it. HD 2.8 has uh, Birth by... Not Birth by Sleep, um, Dream Drop Distance, the 3DS game. And it has uh, an extra little prologue interlog between like 
between uh 3D and two, or but sorry, between uh 3D and three, and then Kingdom Hearts three is Kingdom Hearts three. So yeah, you basically have every Kingdom Hearts game you could ever want to play, and the entire story basically all in one with that subscription. Which I mean, well, if you're into it that, has the, uh, it has the melody of memory. It has that like rhythm game. Oh, it has too. melody memories too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why. Which I'm I like, haven't played yet, but I heard it's canon. You could actually have every Kingdom Hearts game in one place with this yeah. subscription, which yeah is rare. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah, it is rare. It is cool. I'll give it that. I got something like Xbox isn't doing. But honestly, like, how much is the Kingdom Hearts all in one collection? Because that has everything too, except for Melody of Memories. Like bucks, and that so. is. It's actually not that much, I remember. It was pretty cheap, I think. You can buy the Kingdom Hearts all in one package for $33. Okay. And that has everything but Melody of Memories. And then you can buy Melody of Memory for $15. Okay. Now that's on PS4. It's probably like a lot more on like PC. But until there's a subscription for that, or until it comes to Game Pass, like that's all you got. That's what I'm saying. I don't even. I don't even know if Melody of Memory is on PC. I think it is. I think it came to like everything when it dropped. But three was like that was <clears throat> that took forever to come to PC. Same with the chat. other games. Yo, what up, bud? But yeah, yeah, like... I haven't touched my PlayStation in... I don't know how long. I gotta blow the dust off of it. It's just not getting any use. Bro, I've been using my PlayStation to, like, watch Netflix. And that's it. It's a Netflix machine right now. Uh. I just... Everything I want, I got it on PC, dude. And, like, anything else, if I, if I don't have it on PC, I got it on my Switch. Like... <laughs> Honestly, like, if, you, if all you got is a PC and a Switch, I think you could pretty much play most of the games that are out there. That's the combo, man. People, it's underrated, but that is the combo. Yeah. Like, I have a PS4, and I have, like, no need to, like, really play it. And if I went out and got a PS5 today, like, there's really nothing on it that I can't play on my PC. Except for, like, got the new God of War, God of but, War. like... God, I actually thought about it for like a minute i was like am i just gonna buy this god of war right now and just fuck it but I don't gotta know. beat the first one oh yeah that they did yeah you and do. i'm thinking of buying it on pc yeah you should do that just so i get like the best version of the game i'm thinking of buying it on pc and then like wait like a year for ragnarok to come out on pc or something yeah, i don't know if i can wait <laughs> really well you yeah, can dude. play it on ps4 i guess if you don't mind like yeah. you know ps4 but it's like it's a base i have a, it's a launch ps4 dude it's like not even a pro or anything oh okay yeah at that point yeah. what else are you gonna use that ps5 for though like nothing i guess if you bought it like you'll probably like find excuses to like get games for it but no, actually, no, you're not. Because, like, you're just going <laughs> to yeah. get it on PC. Yeah, no, yeah. no, you're not. You're just going to get it on PC. Like, if, if, if there's a game available on PS5 and PC, you'll buy it on PC every time. <laughs> yeah. I know so. you'll do that, because that's what I do. 
Yeah, it's like super hard to justify it, honestly. I, I to be blunt, like, and people aren't gonna like this. I, I'd, I'd rather get an Xbox, dude. If I had to get something, I'd rather get an Xbox because of Game Pass. Yeah, and then I can still play all the like classic, like three sixty and Xbox original games that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know that are already coming with the Game Pass subscription. I'm paying for. Yeah, PC. like Rare Replay alone yeah. is like that's that the fact that that's still not on pc is like like fucking boggles my mind i know that's why the they so i I bought rare replay on xbox one if i bought a if i bought a series s now it's just it's just in my account and i can just load that up and play it yeah even like even or on my have old... game pass it's on game pass too yeah but even all my old like Xbox 360 games that I bought digitally, those are all still on my account, and I can just download and play those. Uh, PlayStation, you can't do that on a PS5. Like no, which is bought, fucking dumb. Everything like, you bought, it doesn't. It's like you never fucking bought it. You just have to buy it yeah, again it's or fucking subscribe. Dumb, dude. So that's the other. Yeah, thing. dude, it's fucking dumb. Like I bought Hardcore Uprising on my PS3. And I can't play that on my PlayStation 4. But if I bought it on my 360, I could play it on my Xbox One, Series S, Series X, any Xbox system. It's why the fuck isn't that a thing? Like it's it's it annoys the fuck out of me that it's not the standard right now. Like it's the cool exception that Xbox is doing. It's not the standard like it should be. Yeah. That's another reason to, like, just invest in PC, because, like, all that shit carries over. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, dude. It's, it's such a bummer. But, yeah, this subscription, like, it's still not worth it, at least in my, in my opinion. But it's, it's cool that it's coming, but it's still not worth it, because if you bought those games digitally on your PS3, you got to pay that subscription to play them. It's so stupid. Um whatever moving on to quickies uh sequel to control is confirmed as remedy signed a co-development co-publishing agreement with 505 games for control 2 i still gotta beat control dude i really really like it i just gotta finish it and it's it's a fucking good ass game it's a great game it is so good if you like remedy you know if you like alan wake like i think you'll love control that's my quick review of it (laughs) if you like alan wake you'll love control and I can't wait to see what Remedy puts out with it. They're they're doing a couple other projects, right? They're working on that Max Payne remake too, and like a there's a Max possible Payne. sequel to like Alan Wake happening. Yeah, that w- I think they're doing that under they're doing something with Epic. I know Epic is publishing their next game, so the next game that comes out for them is going to be an Epic game. So I don't know which okay. one that is though, but yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, we'll see what comes out, but like Remedy's like a developer I like to pay attention to because they usually put out pretty good. They put out good shit. Like they're they're, they're a developer I, I like to pay attention to. So we'll we'll see what they do with uh, Control Two. But honestly, I have expectations. It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> I'm I'd, I'd be curious to see just how they mix it up. Yeah. 
Because Control was good. It was really good, but... I don't know where you go If I had to find a complaint... Yeah, I don't know where you go from there. If I had to complain, if I had to find a complaint for it, because of the environment, it takes place in, like, an office building. Like, the environment can get really samey. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I had to complain something, that's the only complaint I would make. But even then, it's, like, not a huge issue. But the game's still fun. It still has good environmental design. You still know, like, where you are. You know, it's not like it's easy to get lost or something, but it's if Metroid, I had to yeah. nitpick, yeah, it's a, it's a Metroid too. So if I had to nitpick something, gun to my head, that would be what I nitpick. But it's still a fun game. It's still really good. It's worth playing. My brother didn't like it. He hated it. He said it was boring as fuck. But I'm like, dude, what game did you play? Because that is not how I would describe Control at all. Yeah, I mean, it's start, like it's hard like to start out because you don't know where it's going. But once you like get in it, and you start like getting shit. You're like, okay. Yeah, like once it starts getting like really trippy is yeah. when the game gets like really, really good. But yeah, I was having a blast with that. I gotta go back and finish it. I honestly like I don't even know where I was on. I think I need to start over. I will finish that game. Before control two comes out, I will finish that game. But yeah, so that's what that's getting worked on right now. Also, uh, Gears of War live action film and an adult animated series are both in development with Netflix. Um, I mean, it's Gears of War, man. I don't know, like, what I'm gonna what to think about it. I don't know what the source is on this, but apparently, it's happening. So, uh... yeah, and uh, Netflix, Netflix's track record with video game stuff has been pretty good for the most part. You know, uh, the Castlevania series is fantastic. Uh, the Cyberpunk series is fantastic. But then you have, like, Dragon's Dogma and, like, Resident Evil. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, so they're kind of hit and miss. So we'll see what happens with them. Uh, I feel like Gears but... 4 is, would be entertaining enough on its own. They, they, they really want Batista to get in on this. Why is that? Is he like in the games or something, or is he like a Gears of War fan? He's like in the game, he's a fan, and he was like, I think he did an interview where he was like, "Yeah, let me let's talk about Marcus Phoenix or, or some shit like that." I think he's he's talked about wanting to do it, and then also and then they put him in the game as a skin for Marcus Phoenix. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, you can literally play as him in the game. So. Okay, so that's cool. That's that's where that's coming from. It didn't just come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I mean, I'll check it out once it comes out. I mean, if they announce it's being developed, it's still super early. Like we got a couple of years before we're gonna see that. If it's like a movie and an animated series, yeah, we got we got a minute before we get we're gonna see it. Yeah, and I would I would assume that there's a this would coincide with a game, maybe once it once it does come. You would out. assume, but. You would assume that, but yeah, it's been a while since the game was released or something, so it's easy to assume that, but like looking at their track record for releases, like they haven't had any other like tie-ins. Netflix has at least their other video game projects, other video game movie projects, except Cyberpunk, but like that was like planned out way in advance though. So we'll see. I mean, I'm still going to check it out. I mean, it's on Netflix. I have a Netflix account, so. I'll definitely check it out. 
we'll have to wait and see like what happens if it's going to be good if it's going to be the next like cyberpunk or castlevania or is it going to be like dragon's dogma like <laughs> we'll have to see and they got another project too right they're working on an Onimusha like anime yeah yeah so they got some shit coming down the pipeline dude that looked okay from so, the little teaser it looked okay, but the Dragon's Dogma anime looked okay, too. <laughs> so. I mean, we'll see. I don't want to be, like... I don't want to be too negative. I don't want to sit here like, oh, it's going to be dog shit, because I, I have no idea, but... I I brace for the worst, but hope for the best. <laughs> that That's my motto. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's see. Well, let's hope so. Um, And then... Sony apparently partnered with NCSoft to make a Horizon MMO. Is is Horizon like have that much staying power? Like, uh, is it like a really hot like Sony property? Because I don't really hear a lot of people talking about it. It is if you're like a Sony fan. Like if you're one of those like PlayStation fanatics, you're like, oh yeah, Horizon man. Uh. I don't like, I don't want to say I don't like the Horizon game. I think they're okay games. Yeah, I've sometimes it's okay for a game to be okay. Like, yeah, I've never been blown away by anything, especially that fucking that new one, uh, which was just, I mean, rinse repeat of that first game. Like, it was the, just no, it's so boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beautiful games they're beautiful graphically like everything about them they're yeah extremely well made it's like assassin's creed now you know how, like boring assassin's creed has gotten that's how i feel like, yeah. about horizon i feel like these are good very well made games you 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 have a good team behind this but it's just not doing anything for me yeah if, you, if you've played a game like it before like it's not gonna yeah, be anything yeah. new like that's how I felt with the the first Horizon because I I bought it. I waited way way later for to pick it up. I got it like way later, um, when it was like a complete edition with all the DLC and content stuff. And I was playing it. I was like, this is okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> I understand where all these like people are clamoring. It's like oh, game of the year contender, like ten out of ten. I was like, really like. Not every game has to be like, you know, the next big thing, you know. It's okay for a game to just be okay. Like Yeah. But don't pretend it's like the second coming of Jesus here now. Come on. Oh. But like it's one of those games where they come out and it's just like, yeah, it's got a story and it's got graphics and it's got a huge open world. And that's all it needs to be fucking for people to be like, oh yeah, game of the year. So yeah, I'm sure this will be on. That's what I noticed too. And like a lot of lists. And let's be honest here too. Like, if we could be honest for a minute, like Horizon. What's the new Horizon game called? Like Lost World or something? I don't remember. Forbidden West. Forbidden West. It's not even the best like open world game to come out this year because. You know, Elden Ring came out. <laughs> Elden Ring is also garbage, like, so don't... <laughs> yeah, well, people seem to like it. I haven't played it yet. It's But trash. people seem to like it. Yeah, well... Now, wrong. is it trash because it's a Souls-like, or is it trash because 
it's like a trash game. <laughs> no, it's trash because it's just another Souls like. Like, there's nothing wrong with it being a Souls like, but it's just no, it's, there's it's no different than any other Dark Souls game, aside from being open world. But oh, whoop de doo, it's open world. Like, it's not. It doesn't change anything. It's it does the like the Breath of the Wild thing where you can kind of just you can go wherever the fuck you want, but you probably shouldn't. Because the shit over there is like level a thousand, so you're gonna go this way anyway. And then, if you were powerful enough to do like the level one thousand shit, once you go the other way, everything's still level one. So it's like yeah. everything's it's a, it's the balance is gonna be off if you like do the open world. If you do it in a way that's super open world, the balance is gonna be fucked up, like either too difficult or too easy. So. It's, just, it's not like people are saying, I, I don't understand what is good about that open world. Yeah, I haven't played it yet, so I don't know. I, I wanted to pick it up, but it's like the PC port's still garbage, so <laughs> I'm skipping it. Notaro in the chat. I've heard they're... They're, they're going to like, look, man. I, I, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's, it's a good game. I just don't understand this, like, Elden Ring is going to change open world games forever. Like, I just don't understand. I don't understand. It's not like there's anything to do in the open world. It's just a Souls game that you've already played, except you can just fucking wander around now. Yeah, it doesn't seem like, when I was seeing it, it's not doing anything different than, like, what Breath of the Wild was doing. Yeah, like, Breath of the Wild was revolutionary because... Like, not only did it have that kind of open world, but it put a bunch of shit out there for you to discover. And and, and it's like, oh, there's a rock formation here. I wonder what that is. And you, and you like, do something. And it's like... Doo -doo -doo -doo. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> like, that was the magic of that. Is you fucking fuck around and you just discover all kinds of shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I loved about it too, and I was hoping Elden Ring would do the same thing, but it sounds like it's not doing that. It's just yeah, Elden Ring. You just, just walk around, and a demon pops out the ground, and it fucks you up in one hit, and you're like, "Well, I guess I'm not supposed to be there." And then they added fast travel, like this fast travel at all bonfires, and it's like it just there's no incentivization to really, uh, to like really really explore or take your time like scrubbing the landscape because you just fast travel everywhere as long as you, you run around light all the bonfires and then you can just go wherever the fuck you want okay anyway i played that game for like maybe <laughs> was... three hours i played that game for maybe three hours and i was like you guys are tripping <laughs> so anyway oh man i didn't mean to open up a can of worms here but horizon yeah, horizon <laughs> Yeah, I said, well, that's happening. NCSoft, um, they're the they're the Guild Wars guys, so they know what they're doing when it comes to MMOs. I just so. I don't know, like how Horizon, Horizon MMO is gonna work. The only thing, to be honest, I don't know how any Horizon anything's supposed to work. So the, the problem that I can foresee here is that because when I hear Horizon MMO, all I would want is just you take Horizon. And you add more players to it. It's the same thing that I want out of like Elder Scrolls MMO. Is that just take Skyrim and let me play it with three other people. 
Yeah. And I'll be I'll be happy. That's all I want out of this. That'd be cool. It was like give That'd me be cool. That's something I would play. Give me Forbidden West and add three more let me invite my friends and we can explore the world together and I'll be happy. But I, d- I highly doubt that that's what this is gonna be. I doubt it too, yeah. I think it's gonna be like an MMO ass MMO, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah. Especially if it's the Guild Wars 2 guys, like, come on. It's going to be an MMO-ass MMO. Yeah. Well, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's not a terrible idea, but it depends on how they do it, so. Now, there's a Metal Gear Solid 2 third-person mod. When you yeah. say third-person mod, is it like like an over-the-shoulder, like, the more modern M- MGS games or, no, like, they, Snake they, Eater? They take the camera... From Metal Gear Solid 3, Subsistence, the new camera, and they put it in Metal Gear Solid 2. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Which... I feel like that would kind of break the game a little bit, though. They've they've accounted for, like, a lot of of the shit. Yeah, basically this guy, he did all the... Oh, you hear that? Yeah, I hear that. There you go. I don't see it, but I hear it. Well, yeah, they've, they've. I I guess it would break a lot of the design because it's it's designed to be played a certain way or with a certain camera. So, but I guess that was the thing about subsistence is that it did make some of those sections easier because then you could just stand off, like you can stand miles away and just pop off headshots, and then. A safe distance, but it's all fine. It's like not, it's you know, it's fucking Metal Gear. It's not like, yeah. But, and see, uh, this looks dope. Like, as someone who's played Metal Gear Solid Two, that's also like a cool way to like, like re, uh, to kind of like like replay the game. You know, you yeah. have a whole new angle here to play from. Like it. I feel like it would like kind of revitalize like that game a little bit with the system. Yeah. I mean, all this wants this just makes me want them to just put out a fucking you know. Some, some solid remakes. Re- yeah, some remakes. Uh, yeah, dude, but, same. You know, but fuck Konami though. Yeah, fuck going on. We seem to forget that when, like, you know, the Silent Hill stuff is getting announced. <laughs> yeah. <But> whatever. <laughs> oh, this looks cool. I want to check it out. Um, It's available to download right now. Does it work with, like, any just PC version of MGS2, then? Uh, PC version. They're all the same, I think. Good God. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they're all the same, I think, so... Should work with anything, but there's probably details of it on their on their GitHub page. Okay, I'm gonna check it out for sure then. Jets, I haven't played MGS2 in a while. Outside, or am I just... Is that what that is? Yeah. Is that like from you? I thought it was coming from the game or something. No, that's that's over here. From software is coming after me. They heard you talking shit. They're gonna show up like a knife to your throat, like. You know, say say all the rings game of the year. Say it right now. <laughs> say all the rings a good game. I just need to get good. 
right now. This looks cool. I want to check this out. Then we got some uh, trailers. First up is uh, Project the Perceiver. It looks like like just Chinese Neo or Chinese Sakura. Yeah. Yeah, Hambo, Hambo put this in Discord. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then, you know, I still haven't watched this yet. <laughs> I put I put this in the thing, and I still haven't, like, even looked at it. I watched a little bit. It just looks like Chinese Sekiro. <laughs> Which is a bad thing. I mean, Sekiro, I heard Sekiro's good. I haven't played it, but I heard it's good. Sekiro's good. It's, like, the hardest game you ever play, so probably maybe don't play it. <laughs> I'll enjoy yes. it from a distance then. <laughs> like jokes aside, this looks pretty cool. Like I can see myself getting into this. Yeah, this is a Sekiro. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a Kung Fu movie. So I'm cool with that. <laughs> or a crouching tiger hidden dragon or something. Yeah, the thing about Sekiro is it's difficult. So, oh yeah, <laughs> because you you have to like. What you know I like about Sekiro is that it's a game that it, it you have to get up in that ass, and I like games that make you get up in that ass. Uh, you have you would to love like Neo too, then because like Neo forces you to get like really aggressive. Yeah, you you have to play offensively because. There's a, what is it? It's just like a poise meter. And you win by, like, knocking down your enemy's poise. And you do that by just fucking attacking them. And, uh, but if you back off, they recover their poise very quickly. So, you have to, like, keep the pressure on at, like, all times. Uh, which is why it's, like, dangerous. So. Yeah, I like, like that, yeah. I like games that... Made me play more aggressively too. Yeah. So I don't know who's. who's I can play it? a reserved game, but I have more fun if like the game encourages and incentivizes like aggressive play. I feel like that's that's more fun. At least for me, it is. This is developed and published by Paper Games. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. It's probably some like Chinese developer. Sakura, yeah. I mean, I'm cool with it. I mean, China's got some some hot shit coming out, dude. Gunfire Reborn's a Chinese game, and I'm fucking playing that to death. So I say, bring it on. Yeah, yeah I can't wait to check this game, game out. This game doesn't look like it's doing the poise thing, though. It looks like it's just a straight up health bar. Because the thing about Sakura is you can kill a boss in like two minutes. Or, you know, it's like, they're not, like, long-ass boss fights. Like, you can kill a boss with with just, like, two strings of combos. Like, some of those boss fights are very quick if you're good. Uh, because you can just knock down their poise. And then, once their poise is down, you do, like, an insta-kill move, and then that's it. I don't know, this, I mean, this might be doing that. It's like It looks like this is a traditional health bar in this, but it's hard to tell. Yeah, I mean, I'll check it out when it drops, whenever it comes out. It looks interesting. Yeah. I'm interested in it for sure. 
X game that looks fucking awesome. This is Pepper Grinder game that's coming yeah. out twenty twenty three. This looks cool as fuck. <laughs> this uh, this reminds me of there's a, there's a segment at the end of Ori and the Will of the Wisps where you get a power up that's like this, and then they give you uh, basically exactly what this game is doing. Uh, they give you a, a short segment. That's like that does this, and then it leads into like an escape scene, uh, where it's like you do a bunch of puzzles with with this new thing, and then you do a, a an extended escape scene, and it's very uh, cinematic, and it's like a huge climax. So see, this looks really cool because I like like platformers that give you this weird like traversal. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like this looks really good. It's got like a hook shot thing. You can hook shot stuff too. Like it looks, it's really neat. I like what it's doing here, and it looks like it's a very momentum heavy like platformer. So that that it just looks fun. Like it, it looks like a really simple game, but again, at the end of the day, a really fun game too. So I want to check it out. That's set to come out uh twenty twenty three. So we still got some time, where we see it. But I'll definitely pick it up. It looks fun as hell. And some game releases. We have a couple games coming out November 15th. Bravery and Greed is coming out for PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. We played that during the demo derby, right? It's that roguelike beat em yeah. up. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Uh, Floodland is coming out on PC. Oh, what were you saying? I was going to say it was difficult, too. Yeah, it was. So we we played it with like we had like five there were like four of us there and it was just chaotic. <laughs> I think it was a problem. Oh yeah, dude, it was a fucking mess. It was yeah. insane to keep up with. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was insane to keep up with. But I still had fun with it, so I don't know if I'm gonna pick it up, but I was having fun with what I was playing. Yeah. That's yeah, a cool little concept. And after that we got a floodland coming out for PC. Ruby Arrowfell. I didn't know there's a new Ruby game coming out. I never really got into Ruby, but people seem to like it, so I might give it a shot. Oh, it's developed by Arc System Works. Okay, color me interested. And way forward. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't okay. know shit about Ruby, so apparently this is a beat 'em up. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, let's like a side scroll and beat him up. Okay. But it's got like looks like Mega Man platforming. Yeah. Okay, it looks interesting. Blake Belladonna. Okay, 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 okay. I I kinda like what I'm seeing here. I don't know shit about Ruby though, so. I need to familiarize myself with the source material a little bit before I can get into this. But all in all, it looks pretty cool. And Way Forward and Arc System works to good shit, so I'm confident it's going to at least be like a competent game. All right. I'm going to add that to wish list. Uh, Somerville is coming out for PC, Xbox One, and Series X. This is that like adventure game, right? Yeah, it looks like a limbo, think, almost. 
yeah, I mean, we saw this at a like an Xbox presentation, right? Almost Forever it reminds ago. me of like uh, it reminds me of World of Worlds a little, a little this, bit, yeah. This one's been this one's been on my radar. This is gonna launch on Game Pass as well. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm waiting for. But this this is yeah I I I, I really want to try this because it just it looks really cool. Yeah, it does. It looks super cool. I want to try it out too. And it's on Game Pass, so fucking doesn't cost anything but your time. So I'm definitely going to check it out. All right, then we got East 8 Lacrimosa of Dana coming out on PS5. That game's good. Go play it. It's good. It's what I want the Tales of Games to be. <laughs> Go play it. I talked about this game quite quite a while ago. I got it on Switch. It's really fucking yeah. good. Oh, it's fifteen dollars right now on Fanatic. Buy it. Buy it. Yeah, Buy I it. have to do that. No, 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 might do it. Do it right now on stream. Right now, I do it right now. Do it right now. It's good, yeah. dude. Trust me, it's worth show. it. All right, fine then. Well, I will do it right now. <laughs> All right, good shit. <laughs> I can wait. I want to miss this deal. This is fucking. It's. $60 right now, but it's 70% off. And it's worth it. I got it for like 20 bucks for my Switch, and it was worth it. I'm thinking of like rebuying it on PC. But I've already put so much time into the Switch version. Like, yeah, I'm not well, going to do that you right now. Just, you should have just started on PC. Well, it was like $15 on Switch, so that's why I picked it up. I just wanted something to play on my Switch, and it's, it's a good game. But... I feel like it would. I would have a much better experience with it on PC because of the performance. But it is. It's still good. Like I, I was having a blast with it. Great. I'm excited you're gonna buy it because, like, I, I think you would like this game like a lot. Getting it right now. Good shit. Well, tell we can talk about it next week once you play it. I know it's really good. I loved it. And then what else we got? November 17th. We got Card Fight Vanguard Dear Days. It's a card game. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm out too. Apparently it's based on an actual TCG called Vanguard. I've never heard of this though. This, this looks a lot like a Yu-Gi-Oh! But... Yeah, it does. <laughs> Or like that Yu-Gi-Oh! What was that other one that came out at the same time? It was like uh, Duel Masters? Is that what it was? Remember Duel Masters? Duel Masters, yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, it's been a while since I fucked with anything like this, man. Dude, same. You know, back when I was a kid, like, card game animes were like the thing you know they were like hot i don't know <laughs> it's like well yeah because it's it's a thing where like one thing comes out and it gets hot and then i, I don't know if everyone's just doing the same thing at the same time or these just all come out at the same time because like i remember the, the window between pokemon and digimon in my mind was like relatively short i feel like they were they were like almost at the same exact time i think but, with that that actually was like a coincidence i think digimon really? has been a thing 
Yeah, because Digimon was a thing before the anime was. Because the Digimon used to be like Tamagotchis for boys, basically. It was like its whole thing. Uh. And they were like little sprites on these little Tamagotchi toys that you would like raise in battle. And then when the anime came out, they like fleshed out, fleshed them out a little bit. But it was around the same time that like Nintendo was doing Pokemon. So I think they were coincidences. I don't think one thing copied the other. I think they just came out at the same time. This one's got a little bit of like visual novel stuff. Which is interesting. That's a cool little like twist. Yeah. So I'm not going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I got time to get into the TCG. Are you kidding me? Like no yeah. way. Some guy uh PCGs require time and money, like two things I, I don't have a lot of, so there was a Twitch streamer, uh I think it's like a Polish Twitch streamer or something, who was playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and he he found a way to like integrate in Twitch that the the monsters actually coming out of the cards like they do in Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, that's cool. I'm I'm never gonna be able to find the clip, but uh I know Hamtaro frequents live stream fails. It was on live stream fails. Even though it wasn't a fail, uh, it was pretty cool, but it was on there. Oh, if you find it, or if Hamtaro finds it, like, yeah. put it up on the Discord. I want to check it out. So was he playing, like, he was, was he playing, like, a game? Like, a digital game? Or was he playing, like, physical, like, paper Yu-Gi-Oh!, and he was just having like some augmented reality thing, like showing the monsters up. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't. Well, I don't know the details because they, you know, when when they like clip shit, they just clip the the thing, and then you don't really get any yeah. like info on it. But yeah, apparently, yeah, he's just like he found a way to just kind of do it. The PS3 iToy cool. camera. So the PS3 iToy camera had no. It was PS4. It was PS. No, it was PS3. It had I. Oh, what the fuck is it called? Eye of Magic. Is that what it was called? Eye of Magic. I think it was a card game on PS3 that did exactly that. Okay, so you would like play like an actual like paper card game, and it would like AR the augmented reality, like the characters or the creatures in it. Yeah. And uh, Eye of Judgment, is that it? Eye of Judgment. Sounds familiar, but I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Well, that's still cool. Like, this game, I don't really care for this game. Like, (laughs) I don't think the world could, like, handle another TCG right now, but whatever. Goat Simulator 3 is coming out on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. I forgot that was happening. I forgot Goat Simulator 2 happened. It's a next-gen exclusive, so you know it's going to be hot. <laughs> oh, here's the Twitch. I mean, we one. joke, but, like, Goat Simulator got, like, a lot of attention. That was, like, the meme game to play when it came out. Yeah, but it was good, you know? It wasn't, like, bad. It was like It had more to it than you thought. It originally would. Oh yeah, like it had some jank, but the jank that was there was there like on purpose. Well, here, here's Eye of Judgment on on PS3. So like you play the card, it's like augmented reality shit. All the cards have like a thing on them. So when you play the card, the camera can see it, and then 
the the monsters materialize off the cards augmented reality is like a really cool thing that like was really cool for a while and just never went anywhere and then here's that twitch stream it was french it was french okay yeah let me take a look at that Oh, that's cool as hell, dude. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. But I don't know what goes into that, though. I don't know, like, how you... I'm thinking he, like... I'm thinking he just made his own thing and kind of... Gotta be it. It probably just recognizes the artwork on it and then, like, projects, yeah. like, an augmented reality thing over it. That, that's how the Nintendo augmented reality stuff in the 3DS worked. Yeah. I think they're playing on some like special like mat too. That's I think it's just a regular mat though. Is Hold it? on. It's got like it's got like Steam decks, stream decks like embedded in the mat. I don't know what that is. It looks like a regular mat with like RGB, but I don't know. I don't think the mat would do anything. I don't think there's nothing on the card for the mat to recognize. Yeah. Unless you like put like an NFC chip on every card. Which I don't think you can do. I think that would like that would uh make your cards like not tournament viable. Yeah, they're they're normal cards, I think. But Yeah. That's just pretty That's cool. That's still cool as hell. Like, it's really cool. I love seeing shit like that, dude. Like just some cool things that, like fans put together. I love that. Yeah, you don't see a lot of like cool shit like that. Well, that's a lie. Yeah, we do. We always talk about every week about some cool like mod or something someone put out. Yeah, I always try to find something like that. And we got a Goodbye World coming out on Switch. What is this game? A narrative adventure game? Puzzle platformer? Okay. Never heard of this game. Looks interesting. And we got um. Uh oh oh I know I know this game I know this game. You do? Uh, what is it? This shit is awesome. So, I think this is a um, is a game about. Uh, people who are like a game like developers or they're trying to make a game they're trying to make games uh, throughout their like life I guess and you play their games as they uh, you play their games as they continue their their career in making games you play them uh, and you you get to see them get like better and better like as you find like more people to help you make games and shit like that. It's a game about making games or I guess the journey of making games. I forgot why okay. I don't know why I know that, but uh it's it's a real it's a real charming it's really charming. So like that's what that's what like this little Game Boy is. It's like you're not just playing a game, you're playing a game that the characters are making as you go through the story. Uh, and then they're like making improvements on, on their, on their games and you keep loading them up and then bring in other people in to help you. And yeah, 
Cool. Okay, I like that. That sounds interesting. That might be a fun little game to check out then. Yeah, I'm throwing that in the wish list. Then we got this game looks cool. Next, it's Monochrome Mobius Rights and Wrongs Forgotten. And it looks like a JRPG. But it looks pretty neat, actually. The combat system looks pretty cool. Oh, interesting. It's not like a regular turn-based game, but, like, it's got this weird, like, turn order thing in the top left corner. I don't know what that does, but it looks cool. <laughs> more... I love me some good JRPGs, so I want to check this out. This is more detailed than I thought it would be from a game I never yeah. heard of. Yeah, like, there looks like there's quite a bit of work in this. And it's developed by uh, Aqua Plus, which I don't know what they've worked on. I've never tried oh, them before. Oh, this is this is uh, based on Utaware Rumono. <laughs> what? What you call me? Rumono is an anime series. Is based it based on? Yeah, I've never heard of it, but all right. So is this game, like, in that universe of games? I think so. Oh, interesting. Well, maybe, I guess these are the guys that make that series. It's a pretty popular series. I've never heard of it. I'll check it out, I guess. But uh, I guess th this is, like, something standalone, <laughs> but it's the guys that make that. Yeah. Okay. Alright, let's check cool. We'll check it out. It comes out on PC November 17th. Alongside that, we have Wobble Dogs coming out on Switch. Wobble I love Dogs. this name. <laughs> I love this name. It's a funny name. It looks like Viva Pinata. Right? Uh look, oh yeah. It's okay. a it's a 3D pet simulation game. It looks like a fever dream. Yeah. Like I said, it reminds me a lot of Viva Pinata. Little Viva Pinata, a little spore. <laughs> yeah. Like Viva Pinata mixed with spore mixed with like LSD a little, dream simulator. Uh, a little Nobi Nobi boy. Have you ever played that? Nobi Nobi boy? What the hell is that? No. <laughs> you ever played Nobi Nobi boy? No, I've never even heard those words together until now. Okay, well, you've you've missed. Oh, this looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, looks weird. It's hard to explain what that game was, but this is this is giving me Nobi Nobi Boy vibes, hardcore. It looks like Katamari. It's by the same guys, I think. Okay, that's why. But it's a completely different so. You had boy. Right. Oh, Wobble Dogs. Check it out. Switch November seventeenth. Okay. <laughs> it's overwhelmingly right. positive on Steam. So Wobble Dogs. Okay. Yeah. Tell me more about this Nobi Nobi boy. Like, what is this? Is it like? It's an asynchronous multiplayer game. What? In which you get a character named Boy, and you eat things and stretch them out. You stretch out okay. Boy, and then you can deposit your length online 
and eventually uh, there was a another character called Girl. You give your length to Girl, and she would scratch out also, and everyone contributes to Girl's length. So you upload your length, and then Girl gets longer, and then she would stretch out to reach different planets and shit. So, so. The, the game is all these boys coming together to help stretch out this girl. Yes. <laughs> oh my god i love the oh god phrasing phrasing um <laughs> but no this is <laughs> but it's but but along the way but along the way it's like it's like this wobble dogs game it's like not it's like a fever dream along the way i mean it's like Kata, imagine katamari how stupid it is it's basically katamari but Instead of like diameter, you're just doing like length, and it's right. like online. So that's that's the the point of the game. All these guys like give their length to this girl and stretch her out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, she got she gets long. I think uh, I don't remember how where what planet she was at uh, last time I looked, but she at least got to like say like venus or something yeah i don't know if that i don't know if that game's still running or if it eventually got shut down but it was on ps3 there's a lot of there's a lot of like double entendre here that i'm loving <laughs> yeah yeah i know it's just not meant to i know that's not on purpose but no you can eat funny. people you can eat people you can shit them out or they could ride you <laughs> what this is weird yeah Game's weird as hell. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into this a little bit more. Look into it. It's uh interesting. I can't believe you never. Yeah. It was it was I've a golden age. It was a golden age of PS3 games, man. Golden age of PS3. Yeah, I've never heard of it. And we got a dark picture anthology, The Devil and Me, coming out for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X, November 18th. Didn't we just get a dark picture? Did we get like two dark pictures games this year? Yeah, no, we got one Dark Pictures and we got The Quarry, so... The Quarry isn't Dark Pictures? Not, it's not labeled as such. No. Was The Quarry like a different studio? No, it's them. It's just not under the Dark Pictures thing. Gotcha, okay. Okay. I mean, I don't know anything about this game, so... Uh, horror hotel basically. They they tackle a bunch oh, okay. of like horror themes. This one's the the horror hotel, uh, traps. Uh, kind of like Saw. Oh, uh, I do remember this. Yeah, we saw the trailer for this like forever ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were talking about this like after you beat the quarry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they play the trailer for this, and then yeah, so quick turnaround on these. It's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not the quality suffers for. The games come out, they're reviewed pretty well. The writing's tight, graphically they're really good. Like, yeah, they put their work into them. So it's not like they're just shitting these games out. There's some work in these, despite the fact they could like drop them so quickly. All right, looks interesting. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is also releasing on PC. Great game. 
Don't know if it's worth like what are they asking for? Fifty bucks? Yeah, I don't know if it's worth that. Oof. But it is a good game. Good game. Very good game. I love it. If you like Spider-Man, you'll like Spider-Man Miles Morales. Better. And then Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, last but not least, released November 18th. I got a $50 gift card from work, and I'm thinking of using it to buy Pokemon. Ooh. Ooh. Now, you fucked with Sword and Shield. I did, and I liked it eventually. <laughs> so... Maybe I might like Scarlet too. I don't know. It's just when I see Pokemon now, man, it's just like, I don't know. I, you can't get excited for it anymore. Yeah, it's hard to get excited for it, especially since, like, even the trailer they were showing off, the game was, like, running at, like, suboptimal performance. Yeah. And, I, and I, when I saw that, I was like, this is what you want to show off in your game, really? Like,. <laughs> I feel like Nintendo just kind of shits these games out and they know people will still buy them. And they're right, because I want to buy it. <laughs> this this game looks more like a Pokemon Breath of the Wild than fucking Arceus. It does, but uh, I don't know. The, the, the wild areas in Sword and Shield, those are like the open world sections in that game. Those ran like shit, <laughs> so I'm worried this is gonna do the same thing. I don't know. I think I have that gift card. I might as well just pick it up. Yeah. It's kind of November 18th. I'm off November 18th, so I just go into a store and buy it. Yeah, I think I might end up buying this game. Pokemon. Yeah, I think I'll check it out. That's what I'll do. I think I'll check it out. But yeah, I mean, it's a Pokemon game, so... You know, it's, it's Pokemon. You've played Pokemon before. You've played them all. Yeah. Like I said, I like Sword and Shield. Eventually, like, once the DLC and stuff came out for it, and I got I played through all that, all that, I was like, okay, if this game released with, like, all this content all together, I would have ha I I had a lot of fun with it, but... I would have been really pissed off if I bought that game day one for 60 bucks and I had to buy the DLC later. I was lucky enough to get that game for, I think, like 30 bucks. And the DLC was like another 20. So I think I spent like less than $50 or about $50 altogether for the game and all the DLC. And that felt worth it to me. I did. I played Arceus and. Uh, and you like that, right? It was pretty. It's pretty good. Just because it's it's different, you know. So, but it still has. Like it's supposed to be different too. Like, like it has like day, different gameplay modes to play with. So I don't know. Seems like it's just it's still Pokemon at the end of the day. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of like iffy with it. I don't know. We'll see. Once it comes out. I'll make my decision if I want to pick it up or not. It's between that and, like, a couple other games. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah. And I'm honestly kind of leaning more towards Xenoblade 3. <laughs> I've got a uh, I've got a handheld laptop coming in. On, like, oh, yeah. Friday. I think you're Friday. telling me about that. Yeah, it's finally coming, so. 
I want to like. Oh, so you can talk about that. Anything well, specific I, you want to do with it? I want to play games on it from the comfort yeah. of my. Like, the palm of your hand? Yeah. But, you know, I want to like lie in bed and then have that going. You know? Does it have like a controller like built into it? Like built, built into it, it has a controller with hall See, hall cool. effect hall effect joysticks and triggers. So oh, that's cool. What's, you, gotta, you got a you got a link to the page you bought it from? It's their Indiegogo. Wait, let me see. Let me run, let me run it up. The GPD. Yeah, yeah, I think you were talking about this before. Yeah, yeah, I think I brought it up before, but yeah, but it's so, actually coming in now. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm uh I'm excited because my my main thing is that is that um I like a, like a Steam Deck is cool and you can kind of just get one now, but I don't I want something that I could with a little bit more productivity. So, this thing is like a full PC. It's a laptop, but it's got yeah. controllers built into it. So, uh, and it runs fucking just Windows, uh, Windows Eleven. So that's great because Game Pass has a ton of games that would be great to have like on the go. Yeah. So this would be perfect for that. But I wanted something that I could like, you know, fuck up my Steam library a little bit. Because yeah. I've, I've got a lot of just like small games on there that I don't want to just spend a full PC and a 4K display, you know, playing something like that. Yeah. The other game we're talking about. Uh, like, I just don't. I want something. If I'm going to play something smaller, I'd like something smaller to play it on. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Just I can just load stuff up, lean back, and just chill out. Okay, that'd be cool then. Yeah, let me know when it comes in if you like it. How much did you have to spend on that? Like twelve hundred for like the full, fully kitted, fully kitted. It was like twelve hundred. So they've got different builds that are a little cheaper, but I think it's worth it. Worth it for like a good, powerful laptop. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that looks cool then. Yeah, let me know like in the next show what you think of it oh i will i will all right dope anyway that's gonna do it for the show everybody thank you everybody for coming in to watch us and listen to us talk about video games for like two hours wasabi yeah. man tell them where they can find us guys you can go to gameoverse.com gameoverse.com slash discord gameoverse.com slash youtube gameoverse.com slash uh extra life it's still happening till the end of the year you can do uh you can throw money at extra life for the children so yeah yeah Yeah. everybody thank you so much for coming you know be safe be excellent to each other and uh yeah see you guys next week Bye 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 bye